guys, welcome back to G&G 25th episode. I hope you're having a good day today. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about processing emotions and how to process emotions. I feel like with normal emotions, you know, everyone experienced them and everyone can process them. For example, you know, if someone did something to hurt you, you would feel sad or someone did something to piss you off, you would feel angry. And yes, that's kind of you showing emotions. That doesn't really have to mean process and I mean if something's small obviously you process them like it's easy but sometimes it's not kind of actually a difficult process and I feel like in this episode I'm gonna focus on um when you actually have to process emotion when something kind of traumatic or kind of big deal or something uncomfortable so you're avoiding them I mean you would think processing emotion is kind of easy but something I learned that it's not and as I said you can show them but at the end of the day if you're not avoiding them and Sorry, if you're avoiding them, you're not supposed to avoid them. <laughs> if you're avoiding them and not dealing with them, you're going to explode at the end because, you know, it's not healthy, even just for yourself, like to ever ball up an emotion. So I guess the first reaction usually to people when something big going on or just avoiding emotion is definitely create distractions because that's something I'm sure we all do. It's just to avoid these emotions because it's better than just like actually dealing with them. And you could do this consciously or not consciously, like it just, it just happens. And that's where your kind of self-awareness comes in, you know, like you need to be able to notice that that's not something like you do all the time. Like, you know, that's kind of odd behavior. Like I haven't done that in a while. Why am I doing it? Like that literally happened to me like a few days ago. Like, for example, I realized I was at the kitchen, like looking to snack, like 25 times even though I wasn't hungry but I'm just like at the kitchen just like walking around looking for something to eat and I realized I did it so many times today and I was like okay that's obviously me trying to avoid something and with me I knew it was emotions because I feel like before I used to kind of deal with my emotions it depends how serious it is but if it's more like that I would kind of go with like stress eating so with this one I knew it was something I'm avoiding and I had to kind of like think about what I was feeling and other things people do for example, like, as I said, like, that could be overeating. People could also be, like, if you're sleeping too much or even if you're going out drinking too much, if you feel like you're angry or irritated all the time, that could be a sign that there's something going on. Even shopping. Like, okay, we all do sometimes, you know, retail therapy is needed. I'm guilty. But if you do, for example, over shopping, like, all the time, when something bad happens, the first thing you do, just, like, go shop. That's kind of a sign, like, you're avoiding something. And you're doing that thing just for, like, a few moments of happiness. And that's okay. But in some situations, if you do it too much, obviously that's not, that's, that's bad decision and it's going to have consequences. And, and I will make another episode about self-awareness because in case that's something like you struggle with and how to become more self-aware, that's going to be another episode because I think it's like a really a key, like I need to be able to be like, yeah, that's not something I would do. You kind of call yourself out when you're doing something like, you know, you don't actually do all the time. So I guess like, as I said, processing emotions sounds easy. Like literally the only steps to processing emotions are literally like to be able to identify them and then accept them and then you feel those emotions and then you move on. Unfortunately, that's, it's never, never that easy. For example, like back to the example I just gave you, when I realized I'm trying to avoid an emotion and I had to like deal with them and well, before you deal with them, you gotta know why, you know? So I literally had to sit down and I was like, okay, what am I trying to avoid? You know, what's what's actually bothering me? In a way, you have to like sit down and it depends on how you deal with that stuff. But for me, I had to like kind of write it out. So I just said, okay, what's bothering me? And I just wrote out the stuff that I felt like it was bothering me. And then when I saw the list, I was like, okay, now it makes sense why I was acting like that. Because for me, like it wasn't traumatic, but it still was uncomfortable for me to deal with those things. I just want to avoid them. 
And then that's what happened. So let's focus on the first step, which is identifying the emotion. So yeah, sometimes it's easy, you know, sometimes to be like, yeah, I kind of feel, you know, angry right now, or I kind of feel sad. But in some situations, that's kind of actually harder to do. And even that's something I feel like I struggle with as well. Like sometimes it's harder because, for example, if you are going through something and I'm asking like, oh, how are you feeling? And you're saying, oh, I feel like shit. You know, shit is not really an emotion. So we're going to have to like dig a little bit deeper. That's what I realized I kind of do. So I would use other words, even like this, like, oh, I remember for example, another situation where it happened to me and my therapist asked me like, oh, how would you feel? And I would literally be like, I feel disappointed. And I thought I did something there because I don't know why. Like, yeah, I mean, disappointment, I think it's an emotion. But like, if you dig deeper, like, what is it? It's not a primary emotion. So let's dig a little bit deep, you know? And with disappointment, for example, I only found that out, like, I don't know, a few, maybe a month ago. And only from this guy I watched on YouTube and the way he broke it down about digging deeper, it's so important. For example, he was saying, okay, if you do feel disappointment, and I was like, oh, let me listen because, you know, that's why I always say. And I was like, okay, you're disappointed. Why? Because something that you thought like wouldn't happen happened and I was like okay in general when something you didn't want happen happened to you what would you feel like that would make you feel upset and I was like yeah I was like yeah but if you're upset it means you're sad like so the way I will just like sugarcoat it like yeah like because to me it's easier to say I'm disappointment than say like I'm sad or I'm hurt that's something again struggling with it's because like for me vulnerability I realize like that's something I really struggle with and even though it's kind of funny because you would hear in some episodes like I'm just there talking literally about what's going on with me and like my mental health but there's an extent to it but like, like I realize that's something I 100% struggle with even I wouldn't consider myself like oh I struggle with vulnerability like a lot because even with my friends you know I talk about a lot of things but then again it's like the more you dig deep into this like the more you realize like you know there's a lot of things I had to kind of work on so it'd be stuff like that. So for me, at first, I couldn't even identify the actual emotion that I was feeling. And the whole time I was kind of just like basically lying to myself saying like, oh yeah, I feel disappointment or I feel whatever emotion you tell yourself that's not an actual primary emotion. Like trying to stick to like sad, happy, anger and just stick to those because whatever you say or like shit, like shit is not an emotion. Disappointment, yeah, it is, but it's not really, you know? So it's like these things where for a while I convinced myself like I was just like disappointment or bothered or like betrayal like I would come up with the most the point is I do not want to say I'm sad so I would use all these words and think I'm being open and vulnerable and yeah yeah like you know well done to me for being able like to say to connect and make yeah I'm feeling something you know but admitting to actually feeling like sad and hurt that was something harder for me and if that's something you're harder with you're gonna have to literally sit down and break down all these emotions keep asking yourself why if you say like okay yeah I feel disappointment but why why do you feel disappointment and then you keep breaking and breaking and then you'll see. Like the point is you're going to have to keep digging. Because sometimes with whatever you're feeling, it can be a lot. So you just push them at the side, you know? Like, I mean, it depends on how traumatic the situation is. But I know, for example, with people, if going something traumatic and you're still in shock and you're dealing with a lot, so you don't even want to deal with those emotions. So it's like, in a way, you just kind of like press pause and you're like, yeah, you know what? When I feel like I'm ready to deal with that, I will come back and deal with them. And sometimes you just go feeling numb because you're not really dealing with anything. Like I, I literally remember like in one of also my therapy sessions, something kind of traumatic happened. And I love the way I said kind of, it was not kind of, <laughs> it was. And I remember like I cried during that therapy session and usually again, back to vulnerability, I don't, <laughs> it's really rare that I cry in a therapy session. Anyway, well, that's something I'm working on. So the point is I was crying and I was talking to her about it. And if I cried again, I know that's something, it was big to me. 
So I was crying and I was, I basically talked all about it and I'm sure I cried myself to sleep the same day. And then I woke up the next day and I swear to God, it's like I healed. It's like I had nothing. Like, I don't feel angry about it. I don't feel sad about it. I, I don't even cry about it anymore. Like, it's just, I cried for one day in that, like one hour. And then I just, again, moved on. And I thought that was kind of concerning because it's a pattern I saw. Like, I would do that. Whatever something big happens, I would literally cry about it for one day. And then the next day is like, that's it. And it kind of sounds like it's healthy, but it's not really because no one deals with something big in one day. Like it takes a process. And I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it before. Like it's just after that, I haven't even thought about it until now. Why? I don't know. But when I saw that I did it again recently, like I knew it was something I keep doing. And I just think because emotion get too big and too heavy on me that I just rather push it aside and not deal with it because that way it's obviously easier. And if you feel like you're kind of saying, oh, that's me right now. Like I'm not dealing with my emotions because I have a lot of things going on and you want to start, then that's definitely something you need to do. Either you can do that with therapy if you can. And if you can't, honestly, I would use the resources out there, like especially now with like TikTok or YouTube and even books, podcasts. There's so much and so many people that would come on and just talk about these things. And honestly, what I would do is basically, I would try to just go to YouTube and start like, even sometimes therapists would have YouTubes and like podcasts and shit and just start like find these people and start listening to what they have to say. I think by understanding like what even trauma is and your emotions and the more you understand just like the concept of all that, then the more you understand what's going on with you and be able to connect the dots. You can even buy books, for example, like any books that would talk about emotions, how to process some trauma. I know that all sounds effort and it's a long process, but at the end of the day, you're investing in yourself and that's a skill you're going to use for the rest of your life. You know, life is not going to stop here and tell you like, oh, that's it. No more trauma for you. Unfortunately, there'll be more things, but it's such a good thing to have to be able to be like, okay, this something serious happened to me. Now let me sit down and kind of process it. Because at the end of the day, like if you don't and you're, I don't know, then one of the things you would do, maybe you would feel like really angry and you get irritated on people and you start saying like, I don't know, you just lash out, you know, like none of that is good. You're just going to end up making like bad decisions and you're going to have like bad consequences. And that's why it's just easier to do it for even for you, because it would affect number one, your mental health and even your body. And that's one thing I realized as well. Another thing I would also suggest is talking with people. And that kind of sometimes sounds hard, but I feel like you need to be able to talk to someone that you trust. And again, if it's uncomfortable, like it's something you're going to have to push yourself to do, because none of this is going to be easy or comfortable or enjoyable to do like you're gonna have to push yourself literally to do it because at the end of the day what you're doing right now is for yourself and for you to work on it you don't have to put in work like it's not gonna be easy but you really need to have to also speak with someone and if you don't have anyone that you feel like you can trust with this thing or maybe don't understand what's going on with you then I would first start with you then why don't you just write about it you know write about it like journal or whatever like just as if you're talking to a friend like whatever you feel like in your mind right now just talk it out Journal whatever you have to say. And you know, journaling, again, sounds effort, but that's something you also have to do. It doesn't have to be an actual copy. For example, it can be literally the app on your phone, the notes app. And I know everyone's on their phone. So like, for example, sometimes I remember like randomly I'd be on the bus or I'm walking to my bus stop or something and I would just have like a thought or let's just say I'm feeling like, I don't know, low and I want to know why. I would literally just type it out because I mean, we all do that. Like, for example, if you're walking to the bus stop, you would listen to music or like text people. So I want to do the same thing with you. So I literally made this a habit, like, because I don't always have my copy, like my journal with me. So and sometimes I'm too lazy to do that. So to me, my phone is the quicker way for me to be able to do that. And also like journal and also have it like, you know, beside me, easy way based. So that's something you should definitely also consider. And 
What's the interesting part is, right, before you even be able like to talk about it with people, I feel like you kind of have to understand a little bit what's going on with you. And you don't need to actually be able to understand like everything. No, no, no. Just as in like what kind of emotions you're feeling, like you need to be able to be 100% honest about it. For example, with identifying, that also comes with the whole identifying an emotion. For example, what happens if you are identifying like an uncomfortable emotion and maybe you're kind of like creating like this judgment around it. So then you just, you're going to brush it off and then you don't even want to talk about it with yourself. You don't even want to be like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling. For example, I don't think of an uncomfortable emotion. For example, jealousy. I don't know. I think that some people, you would think being jealous or whatever is kind of an uncomfortable emotion so then you probably with me too i mean i don't know i never had this conversation with myself about jealousy <laughs> but for example let's just say i'm feeling jealous and i don't want to admit that so you're kind of creating this judgment like why am i feeling jealous it's kind of like something bitter like why would i you know why would i do that so then you're just uncomfortable and then you avoid it because you're judging yourself and then you will just you won't accept it basically so it's like you're not accepting it so you're not gonna feel it so sometimes the first step actually just starts with you before even talking to other people and that's why journaling comes in hand with that because first you're just getting all your thoughts out you see them all in paper or in the app or whatever and then you'll be able to be like okay like from this i can see what's going on here and like with emotions like as much as i'm struggling to kind of be able to connect with them and sometimes process them because i said like it's a lot of work and obviously I'm grateful that I do have help to someone to be able to point out some things for me but in majority of the times I will just like watch YouTube and like have idea of what's going on because I think it's so interesting like to learn and read about them the whole process of you developing something from like when you were a child because of like trauma or something like to, for example you even can use an emotion as a protection and to be able like to not feel anything from like feeling so many emotions to not feel anything at all and then subconsciously you're thinking you don't have any feelings about it, but then obviously it's affecting you and your mental health and even your body as well. I think it's so interesting. Like I, I found the speaker as well on YouTube and then he talks a lot about that. And he basically even has a book as well that I'm actually thinking of getting, which is basically how trauma and emotion can cause sickness, like actual sickness, like illness to your body. And I feel like I'm sure it does because I think it's so like, I don't know. I think it's so interesting just like to learn about it. So I'm going to get that book and I'm kind of excited to see what he has to say because I really love all his YouTubes and everything he says. It's just like, oh, is my job be dropping? Like, it's just wow. So yeah, this is it for this episode. I hope you guys learned something and helped you out and enjoyed this episode as well. If you guys do have any questions about any of this, please guys DM me. I wouldn't mind helping anyone out because at the end of the day, we're all in this together. And this whole point of the episode on the podcast is us to talk about and bring awareness to certain things and just to be able to educate ourselves as well. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. Kind of active, kind of not. It depends on the day, on the mood. I'm not gonna lie. But I will leave a link in the episode description box and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye!